I was looking forward to nobody. There's nothing better than a down and dirty action thriller. It's strange how these films are getting the hype that they're getting. They're B-movies with a budget. Back in the day, these kinds of films were straight to video slash DVD. At least in the late 90s, early 2000s. They usually starred Mark Dacascos and were usually pretty solid. In the mid-noughties, they got a bit of a budget behind them. They had Jet Li or Jason Statham in them. Sometimes both. But then they seemed to fall out of fashion. Gritty reboot became the next big thing. That was until John Wick came along. The first John Wick was absolutely 100% acceptable. The second threatened to be interesting but never followed through, while the third was dull. Casting Mark Dacascos served as a reminder that these films need not be so po-faced. Nobody was a film I was looking forward to. Bob Odenkirk is a bit of a comedy hero. He helped nurture the likes of Tim and Eric, ushering in the golden age of adult swim comedy. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul proved that he had what it takes when it comes to drama. Now, nobody shows that he has the physique also. Nobody has the same writer as John Wick. I enjoyed the world-building lore behind those films. Did nobody take place in a shared universe? It had the same director as Hardcore Henry too. It was an interesting experiment. I was interested to see what he could come up with. Something less gimmicky. Nobody was also getting decent buzz from reviewers I follow. So there were hopes for this film. First, the good. The action is well done. Nothing extraordinary. Just solid. Bob Odenkirk acquitted himself well in both the dramatic and the action scenes. You get a sense of his frustration and this impotent rage bubbling below the surface. The film kind of flirts with a repugnant main character with a fake because. We are supposed to believe the hero was motivated by retrieving his daughter's missing bracelet. This could have been played really well if there was a bit of sarcasm involved, but as it is, it feels like it's played entirely straight. If you played around with this idea, nobody could have really elevated itself. And that's really all the good there is. The bad. Nobody felt like it was a series of scenes together as in there was no cause and effect. The break-in was just a random break-in. They could have cut out that whole home invasion subplot and not missed a trick. They didn't kill off the mentor character. The family weren't taken hostage either. Nobody avoided the cliché, but sometimes cliché is a cliché for a reason. Because it works. Because of the choices the filmmakers made, there's no stakes going into the final confrontation. The main villain is introduced way too late. He never feels like a threat to the hero or anyone around him for that matter. Yes, he gets the prerequisite kill and underling moment. But if the storytellers can indulge that cliché, why not kill the mentor, take the family hostage? The music choices killed me also. They were so freaking on the nose. Let's all agree to the following. If you use The Impossible Dream by Andy Williams as chaos and carnage ensue in slow motion around you, you are officially naff. What are you saying? There is a Death of My Kitten speech where the hero describes how he came to quit the life. The retelling of the story had some stylish flourishes. As I was watching, I remember thinking to myself that this would have been a cool scene if I was in any way invested in the story. In the fight scene on the bus, as stylish as it was, the main character comes across as a psychopath. It was a well put together scene, but that was where they lost me. If you've seen the film, answer me this, what had the group of dudes done to deserve the retribution exactly? 
I don't mind if the hero was a secret cycle, but it was not established. It comes out of the blue, especially as we saw in the previous scene. He's capable of mercy. If they made the bad guys more of a threat, then it could have worked. It would have been fine if it was the point that the filmmakers were trying to make, but it felt like it wasn't. No clear point. Having no clear point is what brought this film down. Nobody never seemed clear about what it was trying to say. For that reason, it's hard to invest in the story. At times, you get vibes of a history of violence with more goons. There are even elements of Jarhead in there too, as in a hero who is the ultimate badass but never gets to use his skills. These are all exciting avenues to explore. The problem with Nobody is it didn't pick, it didn't commit, because it didn't commit, I couldn't either. It seemed like the writer and the director weren't aligned. It felt like the director wanted to make a slick action film, whereas the writer wanted to make a film about the last hurrah of a frustrated chump. Does the hero want the respect of his son or to rekindle the passion with his wife? It could not make its mind up. And because of that, we got neither of neither. Conclusion. Nobody verdict. Overall, this film was a wasted opportunity. Again, it would have seemed cooler if there was even a glimmer of emotional investment. Something to latch onto. But it gave me nothing. Instead, it was action scene after action scene. All I was thinking the whole time was, this would be great if I cared, but I didn't.